Let us be aware that while they preach the supremacy of the state, declare its omnipotence over individual man and predict its eventual domination of all peoples on the earth, they are the focus of evil in the modern world. Democracy America will find you, and we will bring you to justice. We came, we saw, we died. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is the 8th of June, 2023. Uh, the weather's looking fairly nice today. It's supposed to be a very sunny weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Gonna go outside, uh, lather myself up in baby oil, get some sun, some vitamin D, get a little dark. You know, my favorite part of the year. I love the summer. Uh... The internet company is tearing up my street today and tomorrow to install Google Fiber. So, they'll give me a good excuse to walk out of the house and enjoy some fresh air. Or as fresh as the air can be in a big old city. But, my idea for a little bit of rambling today is... The other day, <clears throat> I was walking through the city center with my family, and we stumbled upon the prime minister just sitting, sitting on a bench, reading the newspaper, looking like a normal fellow. Uh, this isn't the first time I've stumbled upon the prime minister here. I think probably 10 to 15 times in the past few years. Uh, he he likes to make an image of himself that he just kind of sits around and acts like a normal everyday citizen. But we were walking past this bench, and I, I wasn't paying attention really. And my wife, she says, oh look, there he is. Oh, th- yep, sure enough, there he was, just sitting there, reading his newspaper, looking all fancy. And it got me to thinking that this is something that. An American could not conceive. Absolutely, it would be out of the realm of possibility for the average American to be strolling down the street one day and they look over and who do they see but Donald J. Trump sitting on a bench with a cup of tea reading the New York Times. If you saw that, you'd go viral on TikTok. That would be so out of the realm of possibility now yeah maybe back in the day in the 80s and 90s you could probably go to a party you know trump dog would be there but nowadays like imagine if joe biden was walking down the street in any town without an army of secret service imagine if he was just walking down the street by himself you know licking on ice cream like he likes to do it would be it would be chaos it would be chaos people would would run up and swarm the man i mean you'd have fans you know wanting to uh 
hear him stutter. You'd have you'd have people who non-fans, pe- dissidents, I guess you'd say, people who were not very fond of our president. You'd have them run up and you know knock him over through the power of a fine whistle. You know, uh, then. Uh, it just it, it would not be possible for a United States president to just be alone and sitting anywhere, anywhere. I don't even think they can sit alone in the White House. I, I think when they're like in the bed, in the bedroom, in the White House, there's like a Secret Service guy right there watching them sleep, you know, making sure Biden doesn't roll over and, you know, and fall asleep on his face at night and pass out. I guess he's already passed out, but you know what I mean. But it, it's, it's such an alien concept that uh, whether contrived or not, that a politician and a head of state can seemingly be or act like a regular human being. Now, I don't necessarily believe that it's fully legitimate. I think he, he probably was sitting there trying to enjoy his uh, cup of tea. With his newspaper, but I also think that there was some intention behind it. You know, you can, it, the place that we passed Matt is sort of a kind of, you know, hip to be seen area. So if if he is sitting out there and people can come by and say, oh, look, there he is. Well, then, you know, it gives a little bit of street cred. But I just I just want to, like, put into perspective, like, imagine if, if Donald Trump were to walk down the... The street of Los Angeles, a street in Los Angeles. Imagine he's just walking down, shopping with with his fine, fine wife, Melania. Fine wife. Imagine he's just, you know, walking down Rodeo Drive, buying her bags and dresses and lingerie or whatever she wears. She probably doesn't even wear anything underneath those beautiful dresses. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Imagine if Donald Trump was walking down the street in Los Angeles. He would be attacked. He would be attacked. I'm not going to guess the hair color of the attacker, what it would be. I'm assuming it would be a a bright shade of the rainbow. But he would be attacked. He would, ha- he would have human feces thrown at him. He would be swarmed. I'm sure as soon as he was attacked, just an army of little Korean supporters would run out of the liquor stores and come to save him. But he would he would find no peace in public, no peace And, and no president would. I think the closest we get is maybe like old Jimmy Carter. You know, Jimmy Carter, I think I think he, you know, walks around his hometown, has breakfast at the diner or whatever. You always hear like, oh, he was out picking peanuts somewhere and somebody get, you know, got a picture of him or somebody saw him at Walmart, and got an autograph. But I think that's the closest we get. And you and and he's far removed. You know, he was five presidents ago. So you have to be far removed. From being the president of the United States in order to find peace, I think that's what George Bush. You know, he was smart. He he committed more war crimes than anyone else uh, in the past fifty years, and he immediately, as soon as his president was out, dipped, just went into hiding, went straight to the ranch, 
built him a little art studio and just sat in there probably eating mushrooms, painting finger paints all day, every day. That's all he does. And this is what, this is what American leaders are supposed to do. They're supposed to be on TV every day, all day for four to eight years. And then they're supposed to disappear and be irrelevant. They're supposed to shut up after that. Uh, I think that's changing now with the um, ease of social communication. So Obama, he, he he's still pretty high profile. I think he he's a mover and a shaker. Runs around and does fancy speaking engagements and whatnot. Ah, the Clintons. You know, you know, you know. No one ever talks about like ex presidents in the plural until. Bill Clinton. No one ever just really refers to Bill Clinton as like, oh, Bill Clinton. It's the Clintons. You always refer to as the Clintons. Okay. And same with, same, but to a lesser degree with Obama. You know, a lot of times you hear the Obamas. The Obamas said this. The Obamas were doing this. The Clintons were there. The Clintons said that. You don't hear that with Trump, though. You don't hear the Trumps. We're going. So the Trumps were at uh, an event. You heard Donald J. Trump was at an event. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I just think that's kind of funny that that he has <laughs> completely thrown away that that family values type, or not family values, but that teamwork aspect of the presidency. But uh. Yeah, but that's what our, our presidents, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be the face of the country for four to eight years and then disappear. That's uh, seemingly what a lot of, even recently, Angela Merkel, you know, she's still a bit out in the out in the public realm, but she was the, the head of Germany, if not the head of Europe, by default for almost two decades. You don't, you don't hear much you don't hear much from her nowadays she kind of you know she made her impact on the world whether good or bad and then she dipped she disappeared uh, I think she comes out of hiding every now and then to say something stupid about you know Russia or America even but that's about it <clears throat> but yeah if, if an American could come here and walk past a cafe and see a man sitting on the bench, drinking a tea, uh, reading a newspaper. There is no way on earth that their first guess would be, "Oh, that's the the leader of the nation. That's that's the leader of the country, the head of state." There's no way they would think that. That would be so. They'd be, "Where's the security? Where where is his security?" Now, granted, because I got an eye for these types of things, he did have security. Okay, they were just sitting a couple of tables away, having their coffee, but they were there. Uh, but an American would never come and be able to pick that out. They would say, "That's just a guy sitting there reading a newspaper, minding his own business." There's no way he could possibly be in control of anything, let alone the country. He he would it would just be a requirement that he need twenty nine bulletproof cars following him around, uh, one hundred men in suits uh, guarding him that would be a requirement I remember one time uh, I was in Colombia and 
Barack Obama had come for a military conference in Cartagena. And the whole city was cordoned, like the whole area where this conference was happening was cordoned off for like four or five days. And everywhere you went, police guarding every entrance, obviously, but everywhere you went, you could just pick out the American Secret Service. You know, it was kind of easy because they were all partying with hookers and doing a lot of cocaine the whole time, but you could pick them out. You know, you could see, okay, there's a group of Secret Service, they're guarding this, they're guarding that, they're up there, blah, blah, blah. But the logistics it took to get a single man to Colombia for like two days was an event. You know, that boosted the economy of Colombia probably for months with all those guys there. And and this fellow here, he's just sitting there on the bench drinking his tea, reading his newspaper. I told my son when we were walking past. My wife was like, yeah, there he is. I was like, I told my son, I said, hey, look, here's the king. He said, what? He doesn't look like a king. I was like, yeah, I know, he doesn't look like a king, but that's the king. That, that's the king. Now, I didn't want to explain to him that, you know, he was a pseudo king, but whatever. That's just me being silly. Uh, I kind of hope that, like, an American president would come here. I don't remember the last time an American president came to this country. That'd be cool, though. I think the the Secret Service motorcade would be longer than the town we live in. You, you know, start going through, and then you could walk the opposite direction, get to the other side of town before the final car has even made its way in. Or better yet, I want to see Trump come here. That'd be oh, that'd be a game changer. He'd land his plane just right in the middle of a town, just right in the center. You know, find a nice little square with a bunch of cafes, just land a helicopter right there. Not even, not even like the Marine One, you know, President helicopter, just a Trump helicopter with, with his name on the side of it, just right there in the center of town. Watch people's heads explode. That'd be hilarious. People would go mad. And then, yeah, he'd probably, I think they, yeah, they still get, like, ex-presidents still get uh, a detail of Secret Service even after years. I think you get, like, 10 years or something of protection. And your family, too. That's how different it is in America. Like, the prime minister here, I guarantee, when he's done, he's, he's, fucked, he's fucking off to his cottage somewhere out in the woods. And he's going to sit out there and write a book or read old German poetry or something. I don't know, whatever those types of people do. But yeah, he's not going to get any protection or or it's not going to be an event whenever he goes anywhere. He'd probably have breakfast at the same little cafe in his little village for the next 20 years and nobody will ever bother him, which is nice. I can't say it's not nice. I mean, that is in a, in a stable world that should be how everyone is treated after their time in public office but 
when you've made silly decisions, people tend to, uh, or when you've been very abrasive in the, to public discourse, people tend to vilify you, hate you, and, you know, make life a little bit difficult. So I can see why in America we have to protect these guys for, and first ladies and children for a decade after they get out of office. I wonder if George Bush still has his Secret Service. That must be a sad day, too, when, the, like, you know, you're ex-president, you've just been chilling, like George Bush, he's just been chilling at the ranch for 10 years, painting, taking the, he's got the boys with him all the time, he's got just like a group of four Secret Service guys, just dogs that protect him, day in and day out, they wake him up, you know, Mr. President, here's your breakfast, here's your yogurt, and your, your Cheerios, we know you like the orange juice out of the sippy cup, here you go. You know, they get him ready. They're there with him side by side, day in and day out for a decade, getting into trouble. He's taking the boys out for lunch every day. They're hitting the bars in McAllen at night. It's got to be fun. And then 10 years later, you know, you get the call. All right, gentlemen, wrap it up. Uh, your job's finished. You know, I'm coming back to D.C., yeah, by this time, they're, they're comfortable, these Secret Service agents. They're comfortable. They don't want to leave. They're used to it. They're used to the high life. You know, they're, they're going out playing golf every day with, with old W, you know, riding horses, shooting guns, and doing all the fun stuff, the things that they got into the service for. And then that call comes back to D.C. You got, you got to, come on, guys, 10 years, it's up. That's going to be sad for W2. It's the only people he's probably talked to day in and day out. His only friends. Like everybody's telling him his paintings are fucking amazing. But, you know, those guys, they're honest with him. They, they tell him he could use some work. It keeps him going. Keeps him striving to get better. And then one day, the damn government calls up and says, We're taking your, we're taking your Secret Service back, W. And he says, No, why don't, but we're friends. You know, we're... We're friends. Don't leave. But, you know, it's how it works. That's the system. I wonder if Trump is friends with his Secret Service guys. I bet that's a party. Never knowing what you're going to do that day. <laughs> the Secret Service guys go to sleep in New York and they wake up the next morning. Trump's just like, load it up, boys. We're going to Tokyo today. <laughs> Tokyo? What the fuck? Why are we going to Tokyo? I want sushi. What, Mr. Trump, there's a sushi restaurant, the finest sushi restaurant in the country, like two doors down. I don't care. We're going to Tokyo. Load it up. And they're just like, God damn it. Here we go. 96 hour round trip flight to go get sushi. Or just, you know, every day is just some weird goose chase. Trump wakes up. He's like, I, I, I need a burger. All right, Mr. Trump, what do you want? You want Burger King, McDonald's? No, no, no. No. I want that one burger from that one place in in Miami. So go get it. God damn it. Can we not just go down the street, get a burger? There's a fine burger joint down on 51st Street. I said I want the one from Miami. Okay. Yes, Mr. Trump. And then they got to go chase down a burger. That would be fun, though probably get old quick but that'd be a fun assignment 
just to be the wingman of the craziest person to ever live. Uh, anyways, if you see a uh, former head of state or world leader sitting around minding their own business, drinking tea and reading the newspaper, treat them like a rap, rap, rap star, rapper, rock star. Just give them the head nod. Yeah, give them a little wink. Acknowledge that you know who they are, and they know that you know who they are. But don't run up. You know, don't don't be asking for autographs. Don't get them to sign your breast, ladies. Just treat them like people too. Because even war criminals deserve to be treated like people. Thank you, and goodbye.